Welcome back to the Emergency Power Podcast. You've made it through another week, so go ahead and sit on... What's happening? Welcome back to the Emergency Power Podcast. You've made it through... Hey, 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 what are you doing? Don't, don't you want to sit down? Wait, you're calling the lottery and winning? This is incredible. What? No, no, I haven't spoken to my mother in years. She's not going to call me. Oh, wait, she is. What's happening? (laughs) What is happening? I am so confused. Are we like everyone? I think we've gone into another timeline where Adam is insane. No, no. Just just back in time. Prime timeline. Gotta go back into <laughs> the prime timeline. <laughs> yes, in, your intros in case leave you, you didn't catch on, time rewound, and then you guys all knew the answers to the lottery. And yes. if my I, mother I was going well, to I call. That. <laughs> I don't have time to yeah. put in numbers for the lottery because I need to know what happens to Brandon. What? Yeah. The, jo- uh, the best jokes are the ones that have to be explained. No. Uh huh. Absolutely. <laughs> this was a banger of an intro, and I'm gonna do the rest of them just like this. Start, start with the punchline, and then yes, take your time to explain why that was funny immediately joke. Pretty sure I've made that clear. That's how my jokes work in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. yes, you guys have been left on a cliffhanger for the last two weeks. Uh, oh yeah. How's, yeah. Uh, how's everyone sleep going? Uh, What's that? Uh, poor, but not for those <laughs> reasons. How many of us are on the ground now? Three. Bon, bon slept for a while, so he's doing fine. Oh uh, yeah, it's fair. Got a nap in. Scripted yeah. too. We've got three <laughs> people on the ground. Nap. Para's almost dead. Probably a good time. Five E's almost dead. Uh huh. Soul is doing I've been worse. all right. Third yeah, no, great. Yeah. I've, I've been worse. I have the power of nanites on my side. <laughs> Those nanites are so good. The power of God and nanites They're on great. my side. I want nanites. Well, sadly, Brandon nanites. does not have the power of God and nanites. Uh, they so why it. don't we go ahead and find out what happened? That's... In the wake of terrible violence, burned, beaten, broken, Brandon Masters pulls free the grenade of its pin. With all his might, aiming to destroy the vile beast who sent to ruin his fortune and his father. A man who takes decisive action and never looks back. Not everyone knows the tales of this man and his acts, but soon they will as we tell my story in the Tomes of Emergency Power, <laughs> Volume 3, Chapter 10. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that if Brandon dies, I every time I do an engineering check, I will jiggle it. A solemn jiggle. <laughs> okay. Tink. The tiefling turns his gaze from soul, hands still bloody from the crushing blows, and looks down at Brandon, splayed on the floor. He sees the grenade in Brandon's hand, and a furrow crosses his brow. Then, a broad, natural, and infuriatingly charming smile sweeps across his face. Run along, little masters without turning to face you 
Out from under his now tattered suit whips a tail strong and lithe with a wicked barb at its point, and it plunges down towards Brandon like a spear. What? Brandon Masters, by the rules of Starfinder, because you are prone, melee attacks have an additional Uh. plus four against you. Oh no. With that and the attack bonus that the tiefling has versus armor class, it is numerically impossible for them to miss, save on a one. You gotta risk no it for the biscuit. resolve left. <laughs> if this hits, your time in this life is over. No. This, if you die in the game, you die in real life. about rolling the dice. So let's roll those dice. Yeah. You yeah, got nice. it. May the biscuits be with oh. you, sir. <laughs> American style. Bourbons and no, ever what? sausage no, egg and no, cheese. What? No. Bourbons and custard creams. I think you die. Has landed on a ten. The face and the biscuits do not stand with you. (laughs) Make him re-roll. No. Popsicles. Anyone? Anyone? No popsicle. No. No. Someone has popsicle. Don't have any. Yeah. Okay. Well, the good thing is, is I still get to do my attack. As we talked about, you pulled the pin on that Uh, grenade, so no matter what. It's gonna happen. Okay. The tiefling's tail drives down and it beds itself through Brandon's back, bypassing the armor, slicing open his heart, piercing a lung and embedding into the floor below. Oh, no. Brandon's arm comes to a shuddering halt in its throwing arc. It falls to the floor as his breath turns to a gargling of blood. Through that gargling of blood and coughing, if you look close enough, you see a smirk come across his face as if one last look of defiance against this monster. And as he does, the grenade rolls free from his hand and stops with a tap at the tiefling's shoe. An explosion rips through the center of the room. This time, no one rushes in to save you. This time, the world does not slow to a crawl. This time cannot be rewritten. Holy crap. Brandon and the Tiefling at the epicenter of the explosion cascade backwards. Para and 5e, you are within the blast radius of this grenade, Mm -hmm. as is this thing you call a hellhound. Go ahead and give me reflex saves. What a way to go for our first character no, death. No, I, I don't a, believe, no. That's a hell of a heroic sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad that this character's the, not so around. So the, the tiefling brought brought Brandon to zero, and then the grenade is going to go off and deal damage, and that will cost him a resolve point he doesn't have. So he's immediately gone. Yeah, we've lost him. And we still have two characters in our 5Es at 2 HP, and Par is at 7. Oh my god. Counterpoint, no. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, we a, just started I'm worshiping this new me. god of time, Adam. Can I, like, yeah. spend my turn to start praying? <laughs> As a free action, I will let you start praying. That's acceptable. Oh, god, Paradaddy. Please <laughs> bring back my friend, Brandon. I am not okay with that. Yeah. All right. What are the results you guys have? Uh, it is awkward if you call him Father Daddy. I, I do not agree. I don't know uh, his name. Oh, uh, I got 24. 24. Uh, 5e pulls a 21. All right. Okay, 5e takes no damage from this. Para takes yes. Yeah, Bayesian. All right, that's, nice. that's going to be a two damage to you then, Para. Oh, love it. Oh. I mean, I, I don't love it. And you killed almost four enough damage to, take him down. to the tiefling. Yeah. Four tiefling, damage to the tiefling. He, the only four? reason he's down is because he had one health. That's yeah. <laughs> oh. did four damage. Yikes. The... You know what? No, one health or a mini health, he did the job. And that's, yeah, that's he the job done. He did it. The only hit point that counts is the last one. You're right. This is true. You are absolutely right. Wait, what did right. you say? Non-lethal? Wait, okay. he just take all the XP and then die. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 yes, no. He did, he just KS'd and then suicided. No! Yes. The bestial form of the twisted creature slashing at Para drives both its hands forward for a killing blow when a jagged piece of shrapnel pierces through its brain. Ah. It Ooh. falls forward and slams on top of Para. Ah. Yikes. We were that close with that one too. Wow. Yep. Yeah, Dropped wow. two of them the in one tiefling wow. staggers back, nearly stepping on Soul as he me. falls hard. <laughs> into the piano, crushing it beneath his weight as a cacophony of snapping cables rings through the air. I'm looking forward to that, folks. I was gonna play that. What a waste of <laughs> My Ronnie, drawing back for another one of these berserking blows, suddenly staggers to one side. Oh, good. The orange hue fading from their eyes. Oh, thank God. Mm. The wild energy oh. sword bursts <laughs> in their hand. They look around at their quivering hands and let out this horrible screeching sob before they collapse to the ground. As the smoke clears, with arms draped casually, body sprawled out in a seductive pose, Brandon Masters lays having been thrown <laughs> upon the last remaining fainting couch. Yes. Oh, M-G's. Oh Perfect. my God. He went out as he would want to. I gotta Start give it to you, Mark. At least your character died with style. Yes. Thank, thank you for saving the day for all of us. That, that was the was, most that was epic wow. way that you could have died. Oh. Is that like a bear rug under him? Pretty sure. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Adam, do those developments effectively bring us out of initiative? They do indeed. All right. Oh you can all see that the life is beginning to leave Brandon, but he's still... He's got a little fight left within him before he fades away forever. If you have right. something to say, now is the time. <laughs> did we, did we win? Masters, hold on, keep him awake. We can give you emergency medical treatment. Uh, I don't think there's a 
ditch big enough to fix this. And he points to the gaping hole in his chest. Ah, your tie is ruined, I'm afraid. He uh, begins looking around at each one of you. Wait, Pond's is still unconscious, right? So is Scriff. And so is Scriff. Okay. Uh, I if I recall it, correctly, Pond's is up. I, I believe I just got back up. Okay. Yeah, Spawns is up. So. Okay. Scriff is unconscious. <clears throat> it's okay. <clears throat> it's gonna be all right. Um, he tries to. He summons what little strength he has left. He goes and reaches up and he uh, like pulls at Pawns by his collar and says, "You're the only one whose fashion sense I respect. <laughs> Keep shining on all of them." <laughs> From there, he looks over to 5e. 5e, I hope you are able to reconcile with Mount Ronnie after all of this. You are truly one of the most fascinating critters I've ever met. From there, he looks over to Para. Para, I hope you can get the answers to the questions that you have. <laughs> he looks over to Soul. You are always a bastard but I would <laughs> not change a minute of our time together some of the best times of my life Scriff where's Scriff where's Scriff Masters you have fought well you will always be remembered among us I will see to it I am so sorry just tell Scriff that I told his siblings <laughs> tell them that I said <laughs> What's uh? <laughs> Rest now. Brandon, as the light begins to dim for the final time, it's not your life that passes before your eyes. It's the faces of the people that you met along the way. The friends, the lovers, the rivals, the family, the people you struck up a conversation with in the bar. All of the worry, and anger fades away until all that's left is the summary of lives that you have changed. An accomplishment worthy of great pride. There is no question that there is expansive life in this universe. There is no question that precious few of those lives were lived as fully as branded masters. A life worthy of presenting before Abadar at the door of the first vault. With here, eyes here. closed, a sly smile crosses the face of the sharp-dressed man, his final thoughts drifting to that one time on a backwater planet where all communication was done physically. <laughs> As Brandon wow. Masters slips away, the room is left with an eerie quiet, save Myroni's quiet whimpering. All right, I'll see you guys at the next session. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Mark. No, Mark. No. I, already, I said, you die in the game, you die in real life. Oh, God. Uh, What's this coming, coming behind for you? me? Oh, no. <laughs> I was told this was Goodbye, accidental Mark. death. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, does Morani appear to um, pose a threat to us at this point? As far as you can tell, no. They're looking right. down and shuddering. Then 5e has some business to tend to. Um, I want to do a monologue and basically execute this guy. <laughs> but, I, but I don't want to shut Scriff out of that if he's got words to say, too. 
Okay, so then you're gonna have to get this unconscious boy back up. I have a potion. Okay. 5e moves adjacent to Scriff, um, looks over at Pons and says, do you have any curatives? I think I have a couple left that Sol gave me. Here, take this one. Give me one. Yeah, I'll drop one over to 5e. I'll administer that to Scriff. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Scriff regains eight hit points with a maximum wow. die roll. <laughs> wow, okay. Nice. Scriff coughs up a lung as he gets up. <laughs> Did we win? The target has been neutralized, but not completely. I'm about to see to that business. <laughs> Good. I want to watch. As they sort that out, Sol is rushing over to my Ronnie and um, just not putting hands on his shoulders, but um, if he will allow it, you know, take his arms and just let him pull him into a hug if it will be allowed. Just give him some comfort as he's dealing with whatever Absolutely. he's dealing with. I think power takes some time to just fix um, Brandon's outfit so he looks less exploded. <laughs> just quietly. In the That's corner. how he'd want it. Yeah, make him look as good as he can with mending. Much appreciated. <laughs> as it should be. Does he get the tie wrong? Probably. <laughs> what is fashion sense to an interdimensional time creature? The tie definitely had stripes. Ah, it's fine. Five E crosses the short expanse of the room between him and the downed tiefling, an enemy whose name he never knew, and he trains one of his pistols on the nearly unconscious form laying in the piano, and says. My programming dictates that should I capture a hostile target alive in the course of executing my operative subroutines, I am to relinquish them to the local sector authorities for arraignment. However, my heuristic databanks indicate that individuals such as yourself have a predilection for evading prosecution and incarceration through both legal and extra-legal means. Ironically, Your tampering with my memory core some years ago means I am no longer bound to comply with my programming and may instead choose to terminate you forthwith for the murders of Lassenth and Olivier Curdan and of Brandon Masters. And 5e unloads his clip into the tiefling's head. Hell yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh my god. Cold. Popsicle. Damn. He drops the pistol to his side, stands at full reset, and says, Target eliminated. Protective subroutines re-engaged and crosses back across the room to Myrani. That was so metal. That was cool, man. <laughs> so that was real metal. cool. That was real well cool, done. dude. Well done. You know what? Yes, I will give a popsicle for yeah. that. That was I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so awesome. Woohoo! And um, crouching next to, to Myrani, seeing that Soul is comforting him, says, I am sorry for all of the torment that you have been through. I promise you I will do everything in my power to undo what that thing did to you. Their eyes fall upon you, and you can tell they try to say something, but it just kind of comes out as this strange screeching sound. Since both you and Soul are right up next to them, why don't you guys go ahead and give me either perception or mysticism? It's, uh, Mirani is still in the current form, or the, the form that Beast, beast mode, yeah. Okay. Beast mode. <laughs> well, I'm still going beast, beast mode. Perception is going to be a 20 for 5e. And a 20 for soul. So as they're 
quietly sobbing with their eyes affixed on 5e, three lines of tears streaming down their face. You notice that on their body, these glowing runes appear and then they fade almost into a tattoo and they're just all across their body. With the mysticism check, you can tell that these are runes that can be activated multiple times. So it seems like if you run energy through it, you could potentially cause some sort of shift. You don't know if in this form that means it would change them back or if it would do something worse, but you know it would apply a change to them. So you're saying this isn't even his final form. <laughs> Pawns don't touch the It might the not be. <laughs> He's too busy with the fireplace still. Going to look at 5e. Let you take the lead on this. We'll protect E. I do not understand the nature of his condition. Want me to take a, little, a look at him? By all means. And just to clarify, this doesn't feel like what I went through when I got my moat. This feels very different, yes? This, yeah, that's not what you recall. Just a 20 total. Also a 20. You're just not yeah. rolling about the 20. Yeah, you're getting essentially the same information. Yeah. You know, you just know if you run energy through it, something's gonna happen. It's kind of like a battery pack. I'm not really sure, though, what would happen if we charge him. I'm going to look at my Ronnie, and I know they're in this form, but it looks like if we run energy, something will happen. Do you want us to do that, or do we wait this out? <sighs> Ooh. Is this something that needs to be done immediately? It might be better to get him to a proper med bay, and there are still targets that must be rescued here. Yeah, my Ronnie looks over at you, Soul. Hands are still shaking and they just slowly nod their head. You can tell they're in a large amount of pain right now. I'm going to look at 5e. I'm going to activate my force field and I'm going to non-lethally slap him. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Wait, slap, slap 5e? Okay. No, slap my Ronnie. No, my Ronnie. Oh, I oh. have an energy okay. field. I'm going to run energy through him. I was just going to stop. I was like, why? <laughs> it is Pull it together, 5e. It's so mean. 5e just antagonizing everybody. I'm only mean to Brandon. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I do need a new target now. So you reach over, give him a little smack, and the energy from your shield stretches out through my Ronnie. Fortunately, as far as you could tell by what was happening before, energy has already run through them, so it doesn't seem like it does any additional damage. And you see these runes glow with this blue electric field. And then you hear the snapping of bones from inside Myrani yeah, as their arms begin to shrink and as their limbs begin to return back to what they were before, the face begins to close up at the mouths. And while it doesn't entirely heal over, it leaves some scars where the mouth had ripped open. Ugh. But after about 10 or so seconds, you see Myrani very nearly as they were before, laying on the ground, their suit had been completely shredded off, so they lay naked on the floor. All right. 
I'm going to administer another serum of healing to my Ronnie and then just swaddle him in a blanket off of the bed nearby. Okay. He's, Go ahead uh, and roll that. Unconscious, yes. Yeah, through all of the, what's happened by the end of this, they're unconscious. So, okay. I just want to make sure his condition is stable, and I think I think 5e would, would administer one, but actually I am out because the in, weird inventory bug with serums. Thank you. Yeah, you can pick another one up. Um, but yeah, I think it would be a good idea to see if that will undo some of the damage that that transformation did to him. I am so glad I had those healing serums. <laughs> I am too. Absolutely. Yeah. One other thing I will say, because he was naked, is the tattoos are still there. All right. Marani gets three hit points back. And 5 says, Strange. The visual vestiges of this condition remain. I believe it is going to take a lot of work to restore his former condition. I think it is going to take more work than you realize, friend. Not all scars are physical. Understood. Psychological counseling will be required. Uh, Pons would like to make his way over to Scriff as well. Yeah, about this time, you hear a series of gunshots from Scriff as he fires into the tiefling's lifeless corpse. Oof. Avoid the chest! Don't! Bang! That's for Nima? Bang! That's for Twisted. He's gonna have to reload before he gets to the end. <laughs> yeah, and right. he does. Firing all the way through, saying the names of every single one of his siblings. That's for Teb. That's for Glitch. Huh. That's for Tank. That's I think for we got Palmer. him already. That's for Beta. No, no. That's for <laughs> really? Dust. He's, he's dead. That's for Click. It's not oh, about God. killing him, friend. That's for Feather. Bonds. Let him have this. And this. Well, this one's for me. Boom. Fires one last <laughs> shot into his head. There was possibly more of your family, Scriff, through a passageway on the north side of this building. But it went when I tried to open it, so I could use someone's help here. And I kind of make my way back over to the fireplace and gesture to the button that made me go explodey. Um, can I can I be Boom. can I pick up uh, Brandon's body? I'm gonna leave it here. I was going to cover yeah. it, but yeah. Um, okay, Para also comes over. Um, they're holding Brandon's body. They've repaired what they can of his suit, and they swallowed the rest of him in um, to hide the more damaged parts. And they're carrying him as they come along. And go. It is good to have released some tension. He was a shit. Yes, he was a shit. <laughs> so where now? We must secure the rest of the hostages. I'm going to go over to the siblings that are in this room. Mm. Uh, Beta, Dust, and Click, right? They're under the bed. Oh, under the bed, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm going yeah. to have been pushed under the bed. I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to look under the bed and say, it's all right. You can come out now. Soul is going to just knock, knock on the bed frame. Friends, all here now. It's fine. And grab a blanket off the bed and bring it over to Hara so we can wrap Brandon. Sure. From under the sheet that's hanging over the bed, you see two little Yasoki noses poke out, <laughs> and they look around the room. Aww. And then you see them uh, crawl out from under there, and they pull Beta along with them. Are you all right? How are you feeling? Well, we're not dead, so that's yeah. something. Look, I'm sorry I got you involved in all this, but I'm glad you're safe. How's everyone else? They're alive, at least the ones we've seen. We haven't found Twisich 
or Feather. I think it would be best if your siblings and Myrani remain here. This is a relatively secure area. I would assume that the death of the tiefling means that the house security will no longer be interfering. And I look over at the hologram on the other side of the room. Am I correct in that assumption? I have been given no orders to do anything else beyond this point. I will wait for the master's instructions. Then I expect that situation is resolved, at least until I have the time to uninstall you. Oh, damn. Red, red eyebrows all day for five years right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I look at Para and go, I've never liked that hologram. <laughs> the angriest of eyebrows. I can look away. I'm going right. to move a little bit closer to the fireplace. Could someone all help right. me with this? Maybe with some longer arms? Oh, wait a second. Nice As you move back. to that side, the hologram appears over next to you. In case you ever need any assistance <laughs> from them, they happen to be there. Uh, and I'll actually reach for the switch again, but this time with a psychokinetic hand. Okay. I'm going to step back. Actually, 5e, I don't know if you want to be that close. It, uh, you saw what happened last time. Acknowledged. Are the runes still there? Can you, can you see them still? Mm. My Oculus sensors are still recharging from the last use of that particular aspect of my programming. I'm afraid I can't discern any detail. Okay, well, I scoot kind of one more step back, and then I reach out <laughs> with the hand. You step behind him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to send the, uh, the 3D hooky that are with us back to the ship. Just direct them to, to head out okay. to the field and go meet with the other siblings that we've rescued. Okay, they will do so. <clears throat> reach out with this psychokinetic hand, and you reach up into the chimney, and you hit the switch, and you reel back waiting for the explosion that never comes. Oh, because God. it seems like these runes were a one-and-done kind of deal. <laughs> right. Wait, that, that whole switch was just the runes, and I kind of run up to the door and start banging on it. Why won't you open? And then you activate the secondary so, runes and explode again. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. With hitting that switch, you notice that the fireplace has begun to move a little bit away from the wall, swinging out. And after oh. about half a foot, it stops moving. You hear like this grinding sound, like maybe the explosion damaged it or something. <laughs> if people want to get in there and help with strength checks, you could try to pry that thing open. I'll take point on that. I kind of gesture to everyone else to try to help pry this thing open. Can I, is it too grim to say that I asked the kids to take Brandon's body back to the ship? Or is that too grim? It's up to you what you do. I'll put Brandon on the bed for now. Okay, anyone who's helping pull this thing open, go ahead, give me strength check, decide who's gonna lead and who's assisting. I'm staying over by this body for now. Okay. Um, I'm, I have a strength of 16, so I'm guessing I'm probably the highest of the group, unless there's I someone else I also have a 16 more. when I'm in the power armor. I got okay. That was your to 16. Eight. <laughs> 16's all around. Yeah. Okay, well, so I'm who's in, leading before we start happening? I meant my score, not my roll, but... Yeah, you're actually strong. <laughs> okay, I'll be lead then. Wow, I uh, I do not assist. That was a yeah, terrible I'll, roll. I'll try to assist using my ability, but I'm not even going to get in the way, like, physically. Okay. I think Para at least gets high enough to give me an assist, so with his help, 5e gets an 18 on the strength check. Hey, another 16! Woohoo! Hey! Yeah. <laughs> 16's a rough day. So you grab onto the side of this fireplace and start pulling 
and everyone seems to be trying to help, but not doing that great of a job for the most part, so it's just basically you doing the heavy lifting. But eventually, you do pull this thing open big enough that people could fit through. Finally, the fireplace there is <laughs> The fireplace <laughs> mystery. Your uh, legacy is assured. Yes. It's time to oh Scooby-Doo our way in here. Okay, you Wait, are we going to pull that guy's mask in. off? Yeah, if, nobody, if no one else wants to take point, I will happily take point. Um, yeah, I think I would like to do a life science check on that tiefling, though, before we head out of here. Yeah. Should we take a 10-minute rest? I kind of do think we should kinda, because we yeah, eliminated the Mark main makes threat. a good point. Like we, we don't go here and it's like another hellhound jumps out. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're let's hurt. take a time rest. We're all really, really hurt. Since and I don't have to stall, it doesn't matter. A yeah. bit. Before we take a rest, I want to roll this tiefling's body, looking for um, documents, his name, any schematic, like anything he's got on Driver's him. License. I want information. <laughs> yeah, that's hopefully it didn't get destroyed after we just <laughs> Yeah, that's shot what Soul said. Please times. avoid Starbucks the chat. card, like whatever he's got. It's got his name on it. Right, like Soul did not help with fireplace because Soul is over here actively rooting through these pockets. Oh, Blockbuster membership. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, it's from like 20 years ago. <laughs> This guy needs to clean out his wallet. I have revealed a trunk of items. <gasps> a trunk hey. of items? Oh my god. Nice. Oh, a North Face chamber. They're nice. Yeah. <gasps> oh. That's a futuristic totally bag of holding. Away. Yes. Oh, also, is there anything in the Null Space generator? Oh, good point. Mm -hmm. You open that thing up, and it does not appear to have anything contained inside at the moment. Okay. It's... It's got to say, yeah. His favorite anime. Does he have an ID on him? Yeah, that's... No, you find no type of identification on this guy. All right, so... This guy's a dick. As I'm going through... You know that he reads romantic comedies. As I'm going through all of his pockets, all of it, I'm just searching, and I'm finding nothing, and I'm finding nothing, and it's, like, frustrating. And I lean down to where his ruined head is, because he was shot in the head at least three times by my count. But lean in... Yeah, definitely more than three. Well, shot in the torso, I assume, but the, the Jeff's final uh, one was to Richard the head. Richard specified face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I lean down to where his ears would be and say very quietly, with his ears alone, and fuck you for contributing to our bad reputation. And <laughs> kick him in the ribs <laughs> and storm off. Uh, yeah, huh. now that all of his anatomy is exposed, Adam, can I do a life science check on him? <laughs> sure. Right, 23. So, if you guys recall correctly, you had also done some checks on him during the last fight, mm -hmm. and the result had been, aside from being abnormally more hulky and massive than tieflings, and being, like, a little bit odd somehow, they seem full tiefling. Okay. Is there anything I can notice that the some auras he had were, were coming from? Because I remember he had two auras Those at least. Those would all be dispelled now because he's dead. Yeah, mm. everything's Hopefully. gone. No, yeah, he doesn't even no. have the tattoo runes that my Ronnie has. Nothing like that. Yeah. Okay. Who all wants right. to take the null space chamber? I was thinking someone who can't normally carry something heavy Ooh. Ooh, would I would be take helpful. It. Yeah, yeah, like maybe pawns. 
Uh-huh. I like items. <laughs> All right, go for what's, it. No. What's the tiefling's name again? We don't know. Big Red. We speak with Big Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah remind exactly. me of the tiefling's name, Adam. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Big Dead Red now, so... Red I've been calling red. him Jimang because uh, Jimang is a uh, belter for uh, literally J-Man, which is slang for crooked dick. Hmm. <laughs> 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 well, if it wasn't crooked before... Fun facts. <laughs> uh, did we ever check that monitor? Not yet. No. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to spend a couple minutes here since resting isn't going to do me any good um, to just kind of poke around the books yeah. and the TV or the, the monitor there. We are short resting, yes? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, so Pawns, you head over to this, what looks like a personal computer, mm -hmm. and you see that it has a login screen. So if you want to get in, you're going to need to give me a computer's check or... Get the password oh. from somewhere. I've seen Scriff do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. All right, let me give it a shot. <laughs> typey, typey, typey. You got an eight. He just like Muppet types on the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the long, stringy, like, knot fingers. I just picture like Kermit. Yeah. You type in first yeah. the same thing an idiot puts on his luggage. Uh, <laughs> like I try big red. <laughs> no, that's that's not gonna work. Try big red exclamation point. Uh, <laughs> big fur bed. Uh, Try 42. putting an exclamation point in place of the I. Use numbers instead of alpha vowels. Moving statues. Uh, e one G R three. None of this is working. Crooked. All right. <laughs> oh, can, I, can I go for an assist, actually? If Pons is doing yeah, I don't Pons think a 10 is going to make a so difference, though. Yeah, you could come over and try yourself instead of assisting yeah. if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend that. I'm supposed to be over here Pons right now, by the way. Have to oh, okay, step Pons leaves immediately, all right. When, when they're done uh, playing around, then I yeah. will unlock it. Playing around. So, <laughs> wow. So when like, these idiots are done trying shit. <laughs> so I don't just got themselves. the computer locked out for 10 minutes, so you yes, guys have to we wait. we had to take the rest. Sola's just going to sit their butt on the ground next to my Ronnie and just watch. Just like, hmm, all right, yes, this is happening. I don't know if you've ever had the experience of uh, having like to do homework on a computer and then one of your parents come over and just be like t -t 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 over your shoulder. This is exactly what that feels like right now, though. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, Scriff. Yeah, I can't figure this out. Um, <laughs> is that computers? Yeah. Uh, this is 32. Woo! <laughs> That's a good roll. All right, you see the password is one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. <laughs> you were so close. Power comes over and says, uh, Pons, may I have a try? Yeah, I'm going to go look at some books. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Not even going to see what's on the computer. <laughs> okay, well, all right. good, good talk, Pons. He was just there to solve the puzzle. He didn't care what was inside. Oh, what about butterflies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there might be some interesting books. How to build your own gas log fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> you might learn about those crazy It is definitely fruits. my bag, baby. Hang gliders, <laughs> hang gliders. Where are those hang gliders? <laughs> so what you see on the computer is a couple things. 
First is subroutines that help control the target help control the turret the targeting system. <laughs> I just retook it, Jeff. <laughs> Get them targets. We are not okay, okay? That's how we very somber right now. Somber targets. So as you look at this computer, you see it has multiple subroutines. One is for the targeting controls of the turrets. It seems they were activated from this computer. I don't even need that line, so you can cut that later, Jeff. Nope, stay in The other thing yeah, is you see some excerpts from a log. Like, it looks like a personal log. I'm not going to give you the whole thing. I'm going to give you snippets that kind of indicate the mindset of the person writing them, because I'm not going to write a million diaries for a teenager. We can edit them in later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if you want, um, I can download but, uh, them something and then we can try to have a look at it now. I'm going to have you, if you want to, read them to people. My Ronnie's logs? My Ronnie's logs. Cool. So you guys can decide if you want to read them out loud. It'd probably be good for an audio podcast. <laughs> Dear Diary. Yeah, these are sections pulled from different logs on different days, so it's only parts of what's going on. I, I, I you know, for consistency's sake, I think, you know, Adam has the Marani voice. But it's not a message, it's <laughs> text. Are you telling me that in the future they don't have video this journals? computer is running Windows 95. <laughs> Windows ME. No, no. My money. Hey. Yeah. So, Japan, how would you feel about reading some stuff aloud? Sure, yeah, I love reading. I'll read one. I'll volunteer for one. I can read okay. one as okay. well. All right. So you guys gather around the computer and start reading through some of these logs. Watchtap's father associated individual bonds to each contract infraction and then broke them according to each condition that was violated. The lesson being, this teaches the clients the cost of being late on a payment, failing to meet deadlines, failing to have respect, etc. When they have this understanding, business has fewer interruptions. It is cruel, but effective. Scriff, it seems that the child was forced to watch us as our assailant did terrible things. Yes, there's another one. Uh, wait, here we go. My broken jaws are still healing, but it is a constant reminder of father's endless drive for perfection. I won't fail him again. If I do, he may decide I don't have potential after all. What he does when he decides you are worthless is too horrible to go into. I understand why people call him the Grim Dervish, but they don't see his vision. That's as close of his name as we've gotten. Soul storms in between the two. Just ah, so we have found her. Oh, hello, so. And left troops behind for the Infernex Corps branch where away on business. They've taken over the main hall and are trashing the place. They graded me when I ordered them to stop. Night I have recently heard screams and gunfire. I don't know. I don't go down there much anymore. I don't know if Father meant this as a test, but I'm scared of them. I'm so glad we killed this individual. He has been yeah. slowly brainwashing the child. More than brainwashing. It's 
He's going to need our attention, and he's going to need our care. Five E, your charge is not up. I quite agree, but I am concerned that my programming is insufficient for his needs at this point. Yes, you're rather rigid. You're aware of that, yes? It has been a long time since I have had to use any of my caretaker subroutines. I'm afraid those circuits are a little rusty. There has been much combat and conflict, and not nearly enough education and social outings. Education and social outings are not what this child needs at this point. And you should stop thinking of him as a child. I'll warn you that right now. How old was he when he was taken by Out of character, I don't know the answer to that. I think we determined there was something like seven standard years since I've been here it's when been Jeff did the math. Years since you knew them. Right. Um, but we also know that this species does not reach maturity as quickly as humans do. Yeah, he's relatively a teen right now. Oh, so he, he is a, yeah, he is a, a, a kid, poor thing. But it's been how how many years since? Seven, Seven. since he's seen him. So, sorry, what I mean is how, he was like a child child, like a like a toddler when you left, now he's, now he's a teen? Yeah, be an older toddler, and then now in, I'm guessing into mid-teens by the way they scale, sounds okay. like. They mature at 25, so they would have been like a pre-teen. Which is also yeah. why like Big yeah, Red exactly. would be able to, oh, sorry, actually the Grim Dervish would be able to brainwash him so easily and call him father and everything. Yeah. I should put it in character, but yes. Catch a kid during his most crucial formative years and twist him. Ivy, I don't think this is a problem. I, have you ever heard the phrase, it takes a village? With all that you have done to help me, I would be honored to help you reintegrate this child. That assistance would be greatly appreciated. It is a pity that his parents have not survived to see him. They would be much better equipped to serve in that role. But in lieu of that, a surrogate family composed of this crew would be a welcome alternative. What about the rest of you? Any objection to bringing Marani with us? I have none. It would be wrong to leave them here. The things they have seen, I feel for them. They are going to need good examples in their life. Something that they have lacked for many years. Sol is going to look rather conflicted um, and kind of look between the group and say, I understand that our agreement has, I assume, come to an end. And I've certainly not made any secrets about who and what I am. I'm not a good person. But this is something I'd quite like to make right. And I have a feeling that your young friend here have a bit more in common with my worldview than yours, Fivey. Might be useful. You're right. Maybe our contract is terminated, but maybe we can start a new one. I would say that you have gone above and beyond the call of duty in helping us in this task. And we still owe you and Para. I would agree with that. I was hoping that you would stay on. Looks over and sees Brandon's body like covered by a sheet. I was actually hoping that both of you would stay beyond your contracted time. I've come to think of you both as friends. Soul's head just slowly tilts to one side. Is this some kind of a con? I'm not, I'm not associated with the monastery anymore. I can't tell you. I, no con. If, I don't know what you think you can get, but if it's a long con, I will figure it out. Well, I hope to get your mutual respect and friendship. 
that's it, nothing more. After analyzing the combat data from our last few encounters, I predict that we will have a much higher degree of success if you come along with us than if you did not. Right now, that makes sense. It is a true pity that we lost Masters as well. Our percentage rate of success would have been even higher with his assistance. Aw, oh, shucks. He's <laughs> alive! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, that was air being expelled yeah. from his lungs. It just sounded like my lungs. Even his air has an accent. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, his lungs? <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. Nice. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, no, the, the line was true love. No, he's clearly said to blave. <laughs> I just got to the Princess Bride reference. <laughs> Welcome just, to the party, man. Just, just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, plans. Yeah. I'm not trying to get anything out of you that I wouldn't offer in return. Have you truly never had someone you could call friend? Darling, sure you have an idea who I am and what I do. I don't like to keep people like myself and, and it nods to Brandon around for terribly long. We tend to cause trouble. Well, I haven't had many friends in my life. Usually I'm too involved in my work, but going through this ordeal, I can't imagine having to do it alone. I would appreciate it personally if you would stick around. Agreed. They still just kind of squinted the both of you, but something finally softens a little and they nod. If it makes it easier, we can consider this a business relationship. You will be equal partners in whatever spoils we come across in our travels. Darling, if I wanted something, I'd take it, but <laughs> we at least have a united front in this and they motion towards first the corpse and then my Roni. Marani. Marani. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to say anything. About... And then my You know what? <laughs> Skirt's going to turn, turn to the kid and say, in honor of you, your new family, we're giving you a new name. Your name is now Maroni. He unconsciously lifts a middle finger. Been through enough already. So, Pawns, how about that fireplace? Yeah, Pawns is still in the fireplace. What? No, he was at the books. He was checking oh, out no, the, no. the yeah, outside of Hotways. He went to computer to go make a fireplace. <laughs> there are books next to the fireplace, so technical's the best kind of right. And he's just been slowly moving across the room, picking up a book, putting it back down, moving closer to the fireplace. Oh, no, I'm yeah. gathering the books and moving closer to the fireplace. <laughs> are you going to throw them in the fireplace? Time to throw them in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> These books no, suck. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll slowly poke the front part of my brain into that uh, opening that we created and see if I can't sense or see, since I do have dark vision. Uh, any potential Yosoki or other creatures? back behind this fireplace? I will uh, squeeze on through as well. Just going to say, I, I, d d you squish it back. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, Pons, you might want to, uh, in case there's more danger, you might not want to take point on this. Yeah. Okay, and I hide behind Scriff's armor. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to be like, and yeah, then I just plow ahead forward in front of everybody. <laughs> nope. Okay, are you the two going? Anyone else going? What's the... Uh, I think we're... I, it sounds like at least four of us are going in, but um, I'm I'm in agreement with Griff that he and Saul should probably take points since they're our beaters. I have both stamina and mm. HP, so I'm happy to lead this way. <laughs> I've got stamina. <laughs> I, I took a beating, Same. like Soul is probably still bleeding from one nostril. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, business arrangement. Yeah, if I could hit once, I'm dead. <laughs> oh no. So, Soul, seeing uh, Pawns just recently come up, will be like, perhaps you, should, perhaps you should let me, and like wipes the bit of blood from their nostril, because they took a beating, but are still pretty good. Leave the moat up so there's light, and we'll glance back at Scriff, who's following, yes? I'll go second. I'll hide behind Scriff's armor. I'll go behind Pons. All right. I'll step in, shedding 20 feet of dim light. 5e takes position next to my Ronnie by the bed and says, I will remain here to take charge of my ward, but I will be standing by if you need assistance. Calm me if there are any complications. Understood. So we'll give a nod and step inside. All right. New map, Adam. <laughs> I'm not going to move you to new map on this one. Uh, oh. This one's going to be theater of the mind. There's okay. nothing behind the fireplace. <laughs> no. <laughs> you open the fireplace, look in, and find Big Red's porn stash. <laughs> yeah, that yeah right. we're going to sell that for yeah, some good see. money. What kind of stuff is he into? <laughs> All right, so now what's actually oh, behind the oh, spirit? Oh, <laughs> tentacles. Tentacles everywhere. I mean, he has a tail, so tentacles aren't out of the question, right? A dim... Weirdly racist. Oh, like, God damn <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Let's go for all the <laughs> I've been trying to do this for the past ten minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you guys are like, cats. <laughs> You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> this is what you signed up for. I love it. <laughs> okay, but I am going to actually do this now. Right, 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 right. Good, good, good. As you move into the passageway, a dim electric glow streams out, and you start to take in everything inside the room. Cables weave haphazardly across the floor, the ceiling, the walls, and hang through the air. There is a substantial hum emanating from computers and machineries that line the space. In the center of the room, dominating it, is an immense, round, plastiglass chamber. A darkly lit liquid swirls slowly in a circle. Pawns? As you look over this place, you begin to have an odd sensation, as <gasps> if you've been here before. No! If this room was well-managed, and if the chamber was much smaller, it'd look exactly like Narian's lab. Oh no. As that realization dawns, you begin to see what seems like flaws in the design, but no, they're deliberate changes. A perversion of the science your original spent a lifetime refining. A small glimmer catches your eye under the mass of cables. You move it aside, and you find etched into the ground a spell circle with scrawling glyphs encircling the chamber. 
as a dark shape moves into view inside the swirling, viscous liquid. The silhouette of a small creature being dragged around inside, tail streaming behind a Yasoki. <gasps> no! You look closer and see that there is not one, but two creatures being pulled through the water by a small series of tubes. The last of Scriff's family are inside. Fuck you! <laughs> Scriff runs up to the chamber and like starts banging on it. Twistitch! Feather! Can you hear me? We have to get them out of there! You guys could either give me a mysticism or engineering check to figure out what's going on here. Pawns, um, you have a plus four to your mysticism because you have seen this technology before. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a 30 from Scriff. 17 mysticism. Okay. Uh, 22 mysticism. Okay. All right. Engineering, if it matters. 29. 29. Oh, what plus four? 33. <laughs> yes. Nice. All right. God. You can see that. Back around behind this chamber is a ladder that leads up to the top. There's a massive opening that you can undo. And Pawns, you know that at least as far as this circle on the ground is concerned, like it's doing something to whatever is inside this chamber. Yeah, normally this whole process would uh be to clone, but there's some sort of arcana involved in this. We need to drain the fluid. Urgh, try some other way to get them out. I'm gonna try to like scratch the circle off the ground. Okay. So he's, like, oh, is that what we're doing? Is there any kind of like me. a control panel or anything around? Yeah, there are computers lining the walls, and as I mentioned, Scriff, there seems to be hatches up top that you could potentially pull them out from. But yeah, you can run to the computers and start messing with those if you want to. Whoever does that, give me a computer's check. When we saw them swing by, they still looked like themselves. I don't give like that smile. Check. Yeah. I don't oh like God. that smile. Borg? Adam, Adam, you better not do anything. If you do anything to harm Feather, that's a twenty I will perception it out on you. Twenty perception. So pawns using that mysticism check, you go and you start scratching out parts of the runes. It was a really good check. So as far as you can tell, you're breaking the circle. Oh God. Soul, as you look in, you move your moat close up to this plastic glass. So it shines in on the darkness. So you can see a little better what's going on. And you see one of them move by. You can see there, a little bit bigger, a little bit older. They seem like they're about the same age as maybe Beta was when you met her. And you can see half of their face around their forehead has been turned crimson red. Parts of their hair have been turned this orange shock. And you see a red horn sticking out from it and curling up towards the hair. Ah, uh, oh, what is this stuff? Oh. As the second one goes by, you see for the most part, they look what you would assume a, so a Yasoki to look like until you realize that they also have the discolored fur and their tail goes down into a pointed red barb. Oh my God. So Adam, I gotta get this. Instead of cloning, he's using it to almost 
reconfigure their current state or like does it seem them. like yeah is he taking two mm -hmm, and it seems them to be whatever is being done with this chamber and those runes seems to be putting his dna into the things that are in the vat oh my god uh, scriff hey. scriff what they've been changed I don't. No. I don't. No. No. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine, but I need you to be aware they might not look entirely like themselves when they come out. It's gonna be fine. We just need to get them out of there. How can I help? So, what are our uh, what kind of roles do you need, Adam? You said computers. If you want to go to computers and start messing with the controls, you can, or you can climb up on top and try to open the chamber's roof manually. I will go to the computer. Okay. Could someone get up to uh, the chamber? Yeah. Uh, if, if, I'm um, going to try something. I'll climb to the top. Okay. And Adam, I want to try the link with the Nerian. Ooh. If that's possible, since what? I have basically nothing else left. Okay. I've done Smart. it poorly twice before. Also, I called it. <laughs> this you guy did. was in cahoots with pawns. There is well, something pawns is going on. Pawn senior. You do not know yeah. everything. That's happening in that situation, but you are close enough to get yourself a popsicle. <laughs> Yay! Wow. <laughs> okay, why don't you go ahead and give me a mysticism check, Pawns, as you try to reach across space to connect with Nerians. All right. Yeah, that was not a very good roll. That was a two on the dice for a 16. Oof. Uh... I got a natural 19 for a 34 on the computer's check. Pawns, maybe it's because you just went through this horrible battle, but you feel too weak to even reach out past this room, much less yeah. across space. Okay. Scriff, you go to the computers and you see that it is a bunch of complicated programs moving in tandem, and you're seeing what looks like code that's been injected into what looked like a very nice code before. Now there's slapdash code put in that, probably by this tiefling. Hard to say on that. But what are you trying to do in this computer? Well, I mean, the first thing I need to do is assess what this computer is doing and what my options are from this console. Absolutely. But uh, the, the ultimate goal is to get them out of their and stop or reverse any process that I can. Okay. So from what code you're seeing and the information you have had from talking to pawns, there is something happening in which it's trying to clone. It's trying to create a clone, but usually you don't start with subjects in the liquid when you're doing that. So instead, it seems to be putting another type of DNA and combining it almost as if to turn one body into another and clone that way. Why you would bother doing that as opposed to just fully growing one is a different matter. This might be the same process that they used on Merani to cause them to transform. It seems like he's attempted a couple different methods as we saw... You weren't in that room. There was some sort of chanting ritual without computers happening below to one of your other siblings. They're fine now. They were fine. <laughs> this will be fine as well. So reassuring. I'm not very good at this comforting thing. 
The other thing is it does have controls for like shutting it down. It does have controls for opening the chamber. There's basic controls along those lines. Okay. Nothing for like the cancel undo. <laughs> Un undo. <laughs> Control, C. Control Z. Control Z. Yeah. So my fear is if we just get them out and they're already deformed, like what then? Compared to what you just asked there, Jeff, is could I figure out from the circle a way to draw it, or could like we use Scriff's DNA and try to reconfigure the parts that yeah. have been morphed? Like that's the pretty extreme. The first thing extreme. might be to see if, right. they, if they come out with, like, with their wits all intact. Though. That would be. Yeah. yeah. So the first just, thing I'm gonna do is see if I can. Can I cancel this process without any like lasting effects? Like, can I can I cancel it without harming them? And then secondly, I want to download everything, all of the code that is in this computer so that I can review it with pawns and everyone else later to work on undoing it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. In answer to what you were saying, Cooper, and what you were saying, Jeff, uh, it does seem like you're going to need to take time to figure out 100% what's going on, 100% how we can change it and how to proceed with that. So that will take time. Sadly, there is no undo button. Okay. But you can, as far as you can tell with this computers, you can shut this thing down. It doesn't seem like it has any immediate adverse effects to do so. Okay, I do that. I hit the button to stop the process as it is and so we can get them out of there. Okay. You see them slowly come to a halt and sway gently in the water. They don't seem conscious, right? No. The program is stopped. We just need to get them out. What happens if we get them out? Is this thing keeping them alive? I don't know how this works. It doesn't appear to. It, it looks like it was just actively transforming them, but it seems safe to pull them out. Unfortunately, I don't have any information here on how to undo what was already done. We're going to have to investigate that later. I'm going to take all this code. We'll take as much material as we can. Pawns, I'm hoping that your knowledge here with cloning will be useful to reverse this process. But that, I think, is going to take time. Uh, did I get any pictures of what books were in that other room, Adam? Uh, the idea you get from the type of books that were there, they seem like they've been there quite a while, so it may have okay. just been books that my Ronnie's family had beforehand that were just left mm -hmm. there. Cloning for dummies. <laughs> 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 they have the entire collection of Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> they are old money, then. Spring for all the volumes. <laughs> I think if given enough rest or... Maybe if we can search around for a little bit longer, we might be able to figure something out. But I've I've never seen it being used in this sort of manner. Uh, so I, I have a couple ideas, but uh, I'm kind of out of resources. I'm just going to take some time. Well, I'm up top. If you want to open the hatches, I can pass it. Para, could you help? Of course. You guys go over to the hatches. They just have those submarine wheels that you turn and pull the hatch open. You reach down into this liquid, which is more viscous than you like, grab these Yasoki and start pulling them up out of the chamber. As you pull them up, they have this little strap vest on that's connecting cables to them and they 
break free as you pull them out, and you have retrieved the last of Scriff's family. Hey! Huzzah! Scriff runs over. Twisich! Feather, can you hear me? It's Scriff. So you look down at the two Yasoki, Feather being the youngest, Twisich Jr. being one of the oldest, and he's the one who has the horn and the patch of skin going over their face. Right. And as you look down, Twizich Jr.'s eyes open, and you see one of them begin to glow with this red hue. And in Twizich's voice, you hear, Well, I'll be looking forward to seeing y'all again real soon. Oh my oh god! Oh god! What? No. God! And no. the red fades away. No! And Twizich's head falls unconscious. Let's oh keep him that god. way. Oh my god. Oh my god. We can't get rid of this guy. <laughs> that was, uh... Who was holding Twizich at the time? I'll say that was... Oh, I'm going to flip for it. Because <laughs> we didn't specify. Yeah, like, I'm like... <laughs> I, think twi- I think Scriff would naturally go towards Feather, being the sure. youngest. Okay, so Para was the one who had pulled out Twizich, and okay. it was Sol who had pulled out had pulled out Feather. Right, so after <laughs> after Twizich says that, which is mildly terrifying, I think um Para nearly drops him. <laughs> <laughs> if Sol were holding him, he would have been dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they look at um and they look at Scriff and say, Scriff, did you see that? Mm. Yes. That's troubling. We need to get them back to normal as quickly as possible. I don't relish the idea that the Grim Dervish, as he is so named, could possibly take over their bodies. I'm going to be honest, I don't like problems I can't stab. Give me a raw intelligence check, everyone who's in there. Uh, raw intelligence. Raw intelligence. Raw, raw intelligence. Let's go. Let's not go with a 14. Okay. That Anyone has an a- 8 is an 11. Come on, Scriff. <laughs> I have a plus 4 to intelligence, and I got it. <laughs> it's okay. Scriff's upset. They're upset. They're, this their is, this is fair for Scriff. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> It's a natural 20 for Pons, and he's going to say, we have a great, great, thank God. That's an automatic success, isn't it? Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways. 23 total. And uh, he's going to say, we have a broom. We could try to beat the devil out of him. What? That's where you went. That's funny. Maybe some leeches while we're at it. (laughs) (laughs) To start spraying holy water on him. Let's just feed them a bunch of cocaine. That'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Your mind being more focused on what's going on with the cloning technology that's in this room more than the emotional impact of what's happening to Scriff and his family. What you get from this is putting the information that you have about the tiefling that you saw out there, the fact that they were so massive but still seemed exactly like the tiefling, it seems like the one that was out there was probably a large, very large, creature put into this chamber and changed into the likeness of the Grim Dervish. Uh. So who knows how long this thing's been hopping bodies. Hmm. That God. explains why he's big. Oh, that's good. 
It's real good. God, That's real it. good. That's good. Yeah. And yeah. who knows how many bodies he has? Yeah, yeah. Take a bow at him. Yeah, this, this guy is. He's not a. He's not a. Oh. So now we have to find what body is his real body so that we can stop him from corpse hopping. It seems that whichever body he is in takes on tiefling traits. So just watch out for tieflings. Mm, that doesn't sound right either. <laughs> Fight all tieflings. Back to the racism. Back to the racism. Here we go. One yeah. eyebrow lift. We went 20 minutes. Already <laughs> problematic. <laughs> wow. 20 I don't think it's all tieflings. I think it's more like he's infusing a part of himself into them and is able to access it that way. It might be some sort of spiritual or... I don't know, devilish being that can just fuse with others more than he is an actual physical entity. Oh, I hope he has a real body. I would like to stab him. Theoretically, you could stab him in multiple bodies. Yes, but I'd oh. like to stab him in the one that matters. Adam, how big was the tiefling when I met him in the past? So they seem like they were relatively five feet smaller than this version that you had met here. So I don't even know if I met the original body. Like, it was probably just another copy. It very well could have been. You don't know how mm. long this cloning, quote marks, process has been going. So now we have another problem, because these two siblings may be our only way to trace back mm -hmm. to the original. Do I know anything about the Grand Dervish? Have I heard Go of this? Go ahead and give me a roll. Um, see, you have, I know, a profession that would be in the right vein for that, but it would also take culture. You've been around space a while. That's a nine, so no. Oh, only whispers in the dark. Give it some time. It'll come to you. We've got, we've got time on our hands at this particular point. Well, that we have a name, it'll be easier to like search on the holonet. We also have a number of dead and unconscious individuals that we should perhaps leave this depressing place with. Yeah, this is my worry right now, is we have all the equipment to possibly do something about this at hand, but obviously we have a lot of people to tend to as well. Yeah. I don't know if we should be splitting the party or staying here or just claiming this planet and then leaving for now. I was going to say, we can at least like set up a base in the ship and like not leave but and technically we do own the planet because myrani yeah it's ours now yeah technically myrani's on our side mm -hmm. now uh so you know we have a, a safe spot mm -hmm. kind of <laughs> that's if, to be determined give me 10 uh, minutes with the child I, i'm thinking that maybe we should try and dismantle this lab and rebuild it on the second hand oh goodness it okay. would take up the entirety of your cargo bay. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty big. It would, but it would be a super helpful resource, I feel like. Just throw it in the null space chamber. <laughs> <laughs> With the changes that have been made to this thing, theoretically, you guys could use it to revitalize wounds even. Mm-hmm. So it could be a very useful resource. We have a new use station. Wait, it's literally a hyperbolic time chamber? I'm it's, also a just cloning gonna... it's a cloning, cloning station. Bay. We can, like, die and then just be revived inside. No, I'm, I'm only thinking <laughs> Dragon Ball Z chamber. terms. How do I get buffed? Yeah. I don't think it's currently set up for that. But uh, what I do actually have, Adam, is some of that flesh from the, what was it, orc? 
uh, from the troll that you guys have. From the have. troll. I still have some flesh from him too, which might be interesting to play around with. Actually, is there any way, um, what about Sorkus? Like if this is some kind of like a chlorine chamber, a healing chamber, we do have him there. It could maybe be too for him. What about Brandon? <laughs> what about Brandon? <laughs> we should have meddled with that. What about Brandon? Brandon? Yeah. We should, bring back, we should bring back Brandon. We should go alive. get Brandon. Brandon. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> He's going to just have another version of him, but also be dead. If we put Swarkus and Brandon in the tank, can we get like a Brandon I Swarkus? Oh. A Swarkus yes. who hits on everyone. Physically <laughs> and metaphorically. Cowboy Vesk. Cowboy. Oh my god. Cowboy Vesk is something I never knew I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, regardless of anything else, the, the, the tank is here. This is my Ronnie's home, and I guess technically 5E's now. Yeah. We can I use a home throw base. One thing out uh, to mm. make sure that it is not forgotten is that Narian's condition has been rapidly deteriorating. You got a message about that that's when true. you're on Atscar's so that's, end. We also have a, a thing to deliver to yeah, We have a thing we need to open yeah. and then decide if we're going to deliver. <laughs> oh, did I, did I not clarify? The second we got on the ship, I opened that. <laughs> no one ever said anything, so it's not canon until I you I thought that was it. implied. Yeah, I'm pretty around. sure Soul spent like half the trip just like sitting cross-legged in front of it, just like staring at it. Absolutely. You guys have been going back and forth like we should open it. No, we shouldn't open it. We should open it. Oh, I've been voting <laughs> open it from the moment we met that woman. Absolutely. We're opening it. It's not staying sealed. It's getting opened. Okay. Uh, in directions to my home planet, uh, mm -hmm. where is that package supposed to be delivered? Like opposite that direction. Goes to Vesk two. Hmm. It's a space above Vesk two that you guys were meeting, and then the planet that Narians is on is in the Pact Worlds, which is an adjacent system. Okay, that wouldn't be too difficult to get there, right? Um, yeah, I, I initially was going to ask if maybe this was about the time we need to go and check on him. Uh, those clues leading up even further into that kind of but he has, uh, solidifies uh, my position on it. But If yeah. he has working tanks or non-tampered with tanks. Ooh. Maybe we can take them there. We need that information on how to reverse this process, and Nerians is going to have that knowledge. Yep. Can we get the house's VI to like hire a cleaning crew? Because this place needs some work. Like it's gaudy enough to start only, with, and now it's Ronnie. just. We're gonna reprogram it. Yeah, I, I think we should leave it, disassemble it, like you said, and then erase all the data other than the copy you have, Jeff. So no okay. one else can use this thing. The AI. The computer system. We should erase that, destroy the magic circle, and then disassemble as much of this thing as we can, but just leave it. I was just gonna, I think we should bring it with us because like, if we're gonna bring all the Yusoki with us, it would be helpful to have that on the ship in case we need, we want to try and reverse that process. I yeah, the first thing is like, can we even take it apart? Without, I'm saying like, if, we, if we go to Nerians, we might be able to just do that there if we have but, the data. But if we bring what? it with us too, then Nerians could inspect the copy that we have. You're assuming that know the difference. Nerian is going to be. That's true. Take a photo. I am, but <laughs> you know, like here's what it looks it's like. better than not having it at all, right? 
Well, I'm just saying that you, you, from what we heard, Nirian is degrading rapidly, so there's a very good chance yeah. he might not be much help. I wonder if there's a new Nirian clone besides Pawns. <laughs> One who got uh, finished cloning? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not get finished? <laughs> Wait a second, we've been walking around with an incomplete Nirian? Oh, no, the grim Nirians. Oh, no. Maybe. <laughs> so as you guys are discussing what the plan is, what are we gonna do next? 5e, mm-hmm. from beneath you, the level below perhaps, this screeching sound happens as this wave of energy passes through the entire house. Everyone in the back chamber feels it. You see the whole glass chamber resonate with the energy of this thing. And then with agonizing suddenness, a jet engine screams to life. And there's the sound of crashing metal and stone from below you. An engine fan, you hear it spins off wildly and you hear it smash into the wall down below. Crap. Um, Can I link with the ship and make sure that that wasn't damaged in whatever just crashed here? Absolutely. Sorkis is trying to drive while blind. That's what it is. (laughs) I was going to say, it's one of the sibs at the wheel. (laughs) That's in the blood. As this crashing, smashing sound happens below, you pull up your radio, you contact the ship and ask if the ship is doing anything, if it's secure or not. Everything's fine on board here. Well, that's good at least. (laughs) Gives us a thumbs up. I am calming the others in the back and, and saying, I assume everyone felt that. It would be hard to miss. Yeah. Uh, what, what's going on over there? Castle shock. Seems like even Pawns noticed. It sounds like an impact, possibly a spacecraft that's crashed here. It's not safe. We need to get out of this structure. Uh, okay, I guess we're, we're just taking the things that we've taken so far. Does anyone have a grenade or something? No, 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 I, I do not. Brandon not has more grenades on his... Uh... <laughs> does he? Yeah, he does. He has a few I more pick, grenades. I pick Brandon up and some grenades fall out. To oh. go investigate what has happened. <laughs> Yeah, if if there's a window, right? We can see our window. So 5E is is going to run out and survey what has happened um, because he doesn't want to take Marani out of this room until he knows that there's a clear path back to the ship. Yes. So Sol is going to look at Scriff, be like, "Um, perhaps you'd like to take her? Yeah, Scriff will take her. Sol immediately grabs the moat, sword comes out, defying gravity, sprinting after 5E. Okay, so you head out of this room, the doors no longer being locked, imagine that, and you head over to the staircase and start moving your way down. You can see that the fountain in the main room is entirely destroyed. Metal fragments of what looks like ship parts lay scattered about. Parts of the rug have caught on fire and smoke is beginning to plume in the room. The tragic part of this is that neither Soul nor 5e know what a problem that fountain was, so they don't know to celebrate its destruction. (laughs) In the midst of this unexpected chaos, right near that destroyed fountain lies a figure. Battered and scraped, they groan and sit up. As they do, they stretch out a brilliant set of black wings. Oh, 
Oh, oh man, it... Oh no, what? Not now. It happened again? What? What? This figure turns around and meets eyes with both Soul and 5e and then just says, Wait, who the hell are you guys? And we'll see you? you in the next chapter. Do you look like a human with black wings? Is it bat? We'll have to wait and see. When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by... Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com as well as Carl Casey of White Bat Audio. Find them at whitebataudio.com. Font Azonix by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated, all rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins.